0: What would it look like to create a new life this week for you? You know, to start on a path of making new money, more money, of changing your body, changing your attitude. What would it look like? Are you ready to go? Because that's what this show is all about. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. 22 years on air, baby. Call me 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Five four eight eight two five five. This is the time to get into the lineup. Give me a ring because it's free coaching on the air. Instead of paying me offline, which we do, we accept your money. Absolutely. We accept it. We love it. If you're stuck in life, if you're looking at a relationship challenge that you can't get through, if you're looking for a way to finally lose the weight that you can't lose or maybe to let go of an addiction or to create a new income or... Whatever it might be that you're looking to do, oh my lord, call me. We can talk right now. 1-800-548-8255. That's 800-548 talk. Of course, David Essel live XM Satellite Radio 246. Damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern. 6 to 9 Eastern. Three to six specific. Before I get into the guests, I got to tell you the funniest thing. My partner, Jennifer, is um, cleaning up my house right now. And that's a dangerous thing, men. <laughs> that is a dangerous thing to allow your partner to do, isn't it? I just got a text. You know, I, I, She said she was tired, and I said, why don't you go ahead and eat something? And she said that there was nothing to eat, of course, and there really isn't. But there is Chinese food, to which she said, I'm throwing it out, doo-doo. Throwing the Chinese out, doo-doo. So my new nickname is doo-doo. But, you know, guys, isn't it true? Chinese food lasts for at least, what, a week or more in the refrigerator? Nathan, my engineer, I think he would agree if he came on with me right now that, you know, at least a week. I mean, if you buy... Two, oh, Nathan said two weeks. If you bite ch- until it's fuzzy, I love it. I love it. And 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 here here, my loving partner is going through, and it's two days old, and she's saying it's unacceptable. How is that true? Do you know how many preservatives? <laughs> is in that food. I don't care what restaurant you buy it for. It's loaded. That stuff will last a freaking month. I mean, Nathan said two weeks. I'm I'm going to say that I have had Chinese food in my refrigerator for a, over a week before, eating it, and it's fine. And Oh, 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 okay. I just got another text. She's about to eat it. This is so good. This is good. She will be very happy because it's excellent Chinese food. And and it's only two days old. Oh, my Lord, it's only two. I'm so glad that she didn't throw it out because it is exceptional. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. An amazing show we have today. I'm so excited to get this thing rocking. Uh, Dr. Raymond Moody, who is the father of near-death experiences, is going to be on talking about a film he did with Dr. Eben Alexander. Looking forward to that. Marilyn Ross from ABC's General Hospital, was a star in that show for years. She's going to come out and talk about bullying, her book, The Bully Solution, Bullying with Children. This is really special. Megan Megan Abner is, is going to be on with us. She is someone I've known for a number of years. She has Down syndrome. And she wrote a book called Up Syndrome. It's all about the attitude, redefining Down syndrome. Here is a young women, woman woman, with Down syndrome, who's going to talk about what it's like to live with that condition. Isn't that amazing? She is a freaking incredible young woman. I cannot wait to get Megan on the air with us. And then Carmen DeLutri, an attorney, is going to talk about becoming prosperous after bankruptcy. So many people think it's the end of the world. Guilt, shame. That's it. If we file, we're screwed, right? We're 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 screwed. We're screwed. But we're not. Whatever. Oh, 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 oh. Whatever it is that you're thinking regarding bankruptcy, it's not that bad, if you do it correctly. 1-800-548-8255. Okay, I just got another text from my lover, and uh, she said I was confused. She's throwing out a bunch of treats that I had in my house that have mold on them in the refrigerator. (laughs) Okay, I agree with you, babe. Go throw that out. 1-800-548-8255. I got a call a number of years ago from a woman I dated 30 years ago that I'm going to tell you about in a couple minutes, and it has to do with gossip lies and vendettas. Do you know that if you're one of those people that likes to gossip about others, that you like to spread lies, if someone hurts you, you like to spread lies about them, that you like to have vendettas, do you know that you are the one that suffers, that you're the one that is going to be in pain? And it's really true. And I'm going to tell you about that right now. When we gossip or lie or we hold a vendetta against someone who hurt us or someone who hasn't hurt us, for God's sake... We do it because we have extremely low self-esteem. So if you like to talk about your former partner uh, and put them down, if you like to talk about uh, someone who used to be a friend of yours and put them down, if you like to talk about an office worker when they're not around and put them down, the only reason people gossip or lie is because they have no personal power. In my book, Slow Down, we talk about this in great detail. And people with low self-esteem and zero personal power only feel powerful when they're trying to put someone else down. That's where they get their juice. That's their addiction. It's incredible. They're weak, emotionally sick. They're emotionally bankrupt. And so the only way they can feel like they have any worth in this world is by putting other people down. And um, because of karma, they're screwed. Absolutely screwed. Because it's coming back. And not only is it coming back, it's already here. Someone who's willing to do that is suffering so greatly already, but they're in denial. And they think they're powerful by putting other people down. But it's all about denial. And as we have a YouTube video on this topic, denial is the second most powerful emotion in the world. Love being the most powerful, but number two by far above hatred and everything else is denial. Denial is incredible. So we have individuals who gossip about Lindsay Lohan or anyone else in the media or you know, Tim Tebow or whoever it is they're gossiping about. So the only reason they do it is because of the fact that they have no personal power. They're extremely confused in life. They're living in denial, right? And, and so I remember getting a call probably about nine years ago. From a person I had dated 30 years ago, and I hadn't talked to her in in an extremely long time, and I remember 30 years ago when I was dating her and I broke up with her, she had spread this rumor in the small town I lived in that I had cheated upon her, and and she had said a lot of very, very nasty things. And in the nastiness, there were people that were my friends that decided not to be my friends anymore, and you know how that goes, right? Well, 30 years later, out of the blue, I get a call, and I, you know, at first I didn't recognize the voice, and she told me who it was, and then she says, can you please sit down? I have something to share with you, and she said, you know, I made up that lie about you 30 years ago, and I hurt you so greatly 30 years ago because I was hurt, and instead of coming to you and saying I was hurt with the breakup... I lied. Not only did I lie to the people saying you're the one that had the affair, before you broke up with me, I had an affair on you. You probably felt that energetically, David, and that's probably one of the reasons you broke up with me. But I'm here to tell you and to ask you for your forgiveness and to tell you how sorry I am because for the last 30 years, I have suffered much more greatly than you by living with the guilt and the shame of carrying a vendetta against you And I was the one that got burned much more deeply than you could ever have gotten burned. Would you please forgive me? It was one of the most amazing phone calls I've ever received. It took her to carry that burden of lies, vendettas, gossiping about someone. She carried that for 30 years. She suffered in her health greatly. She suffered in other relationships greatly. But the solution if you're one of those people that we're talking about right now would be to call the people that you've lied about to email them and to tell them you're sorry. You have then just reversed the karma and you're on your way to a free life. Call me now. 1-800-548-TALK. Do you have a question? Do you have a thought? We're going to get to your emails, your texts. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. More at talkdavid.com back after this break and ready to rock. I'm David Essel. Stay there. You're tuned in to David Essela Live. Call me, baby. You got a question. You got a thought. Are you on the fence in life? Can you not get through a block? Do you have a goal that you want to accomplish, but you're not sure what to do about it? 1-800-548-8255. Yes, yes, yes. I got a couple texts already asking me, am I going to answer your emails? Yes, I will. I promise. But if you have a thought, if you're on the fence, if you're procrastinating with your weight or a love relationship, a career question, an addiction question, whatever it might be, this is the time. Absolutely free coaching, 1-800-548-8255. Really quickly, Anthony emailed in and said he's eaten Chinese food that he's had for four weeks, and it's fine. Marianne said she doesn't let it sit in the refrigerator for more than six hours. Wow. That's not very long. Okay, here's a question. My girlfriend gets a hangover once a month. Uh, She goes out with a girl. She says it's normal. I wonder. She's 49. I'm 48. Is it normal? Hell no. Oh, my God. I hear this a lot. I really do. I have clients coming in, and they're really tired on a Friday morning, or they're really tired on a Monday morning, and they'll sit there, and I'll, they'll start to go through their stuff, the goal we're working on, and I'll say, what's going on? Well, you know, last night was Monday night football, Sunday football, and I'm kind of beat up a little bit, had too much to drink, but I only do it once a week, so I know I don't have any kind of alcoholism issues, but guess what? A hangover is a sign of freaking poisoning. Hello? (laughs) It's poisoning. It means we poisoned our body. A normal, logical person, listen up, America, a normal, logical person does not justify rationalized poisoning their body once a week or once a month or once every six months and having a hangover as normal. You know, it's not normal, gang. It's not. A hangover is a sign of poisoning. A logical person. And now listen, after the age of 18, 21, 25, whatever, when we're experimenting, if you have hangovers after the age of 25, you have a problem. And I don't care if it's once a week, once a month. I don't really care how often it is. It's a form of alcoholism. And people are always shocked. And they look at me and they go, what do you mean it's a form of? How could it be a form of alcoholism? But it is. You know, there's all kinds of alcoholics. There's the kind that live underneath a the bridge. There's the kind that that make $10 million a year. There's the kind that are, are priests and nuns, rabbis and monks. There's all kinds of alcoholics. And another one is the social drinker that gets hangovers. So you know what, buddy? It's not a normal sign. She really should get in and get help uh, and get out of denial. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. I work in the restaurant business in the past. I was a massage therapist and a hairstylist. This is interesting. Um, I use flirtation as a stylist and as a bartender as a way to make money. I wink, I smile, I tilt my head. All things smart women know how to do. My boyfriend of, five, of four years is about to leave me after telling me I'm breaking trust. Uh, he is right that I never tell anyone I'm dating someone um this would hurt my income and I don't feel like giving up my income what do you think well you know what I if if I was your boyfriend and you were never telling anyone that you were in a relationship I would leave you as well I would I mean why do I want to be in a re- for four years this guy's put up with you for four years that's insane on his part it sounds like he could have a codependency issue. Um, if you think that you need to make money by fl- by flirtation to the point of making sure people don't think you're in a relationship, that's an issue. I would say you shouldn't be in a relationship. Maybe you should be in like a friends with benefits, no strings attached, that kind of thing. I think that would be perfect for you because you don't want to admit to anyone that you have a relationship you're in a relationship. So let it go. Let the relationship go and, and allow him to find someone that will respect him. It's not very respectful to be in a relationship with someone and um and and make sure that other people don't know it. Do you know what I'm saying? one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Good luck with that relationship or lack of that's what I would say. It, it it sounds like a lack of a relationship. Uh let's go to Mike in Northern Arizona. You're on with David Essel. Oh All right, we're gonna. There we go, Mike. You're on with David Essel. What's on your mind, my man? Hi, David.
1: I I had a relationship that I thought was very, very good for two years. Uh, The relationship ended because of a a lack of things that we had in common, and she thought a lot of the things I did were really silly and and uh, were a waste of money. We ended up breaking up, and the other day she called me because a rebate check for something I had purchased had come to the house, and. uh, As we're discussing, you know, asking each other how we're doing and stuff like this, I asked her if she might consider going out to dinner again. And she said, no, I'm already seeing somebody else. And it it really hurt me badly, even though it was a a mutual breakup. And I'm still thinking about that. And I've actually cried a few times over it. And I don't know why it's hurting me the way it is.
0: Yeah, Mike, how long ago was it that you broke up? Were you guys mutually agreed to split? Uh,
1: Three months ago.
0: Three months ago. And, well, if you're, if you're crying right now, that says that there's some unprocessed grief here, right?
1: Yes, I'd be back with her if I could, and I feel like I screwed things up really badly. And,
0: and how did you screw it up? What was your responsibility there?
1: My responsibility was to take care of, of, you know, the bills and do the, you know, make sure she had her nails done and her pedicure done and things like this. That's what I thought my responsibility was. Uh, everything was fine. We never had money issues. Neither of us cheated on each other. I just, I know that I could have been more receptive to the things that she wanted to do in the relationship. And she always says that, Mike, you didn't respect women. She always threw that one at me, that I don't respect women, and I don't know what that's Mm. all about.
0: Well, you know what? One of the things you said a second ago, Mike, could be it. You said, I should have done more of the things that she wanted me to do, or more of the things she liked. Didn't you say something around about that? Yes. And that's it right there. And so a woman would would perceive a guy as not respecting her. You know, I, let me give you an example. My my partner loves to go out to dinner, and I can take it or leave it. You know, I, I'll go out every once in a while. It's not a big deal. But because I know how much she likes to do that, a couple of weeks ago we were exhausted, and, and I had a very good out, Mike. I had a, I had an awesome out. I was tired. She was really tired and I was exhausted and I'd promised to take her out to dinner and, and I decided to do it anyway. I decided to go anyway. And we're almost to the restaurant and she looks at me and says, you know what? Aren't we too tired? Shouldn't we just go and sit, lay around in bed and relax and talk? And I said, no, you know, I know how much you enjoy this and I want to commit to doing things that you like. And that's, and I can't say I do it all the time. I'm not perfect by any means, Mike. But, but, but that shows our, our girlfriend, our partner, our wife, that shows that we're listening to them, right? Yes. And do you I'm, know, I was, uh, oh, go ahead, Mike.
1: I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I, in my mind, I always have this idea uh, in the time that we get to spend together, like maybe two to three days uh, each week. If I'm taking her to dinner and get her pedicure done and her nails done and get her hair done and we go shopping together, why can't she see that those are my ways of saying I love you and appreciate you?
0: Well, one of the reasons that could be a block is because those are purchases, right? Those are those are that's that's a money exchange. And I'm not saying that's bad. That's okay, But there could have been other things that she was saying she would like to do besides buying her things that could have been just as crucial to her, Mike. Yeah. Right. Right. So so listen right. what I would do if I were you I would write about your role in in the breakdown maybe not listening what if she said you know what you're not listening to me you're not doing the things that I would like to do you're not paying attention to me then that could be a way that she feels that you're not respecting her so do this write about that your role in it don't get too hung up in that you're the total bad guy because she had a role as well but write about it release it take a big breath and let's move forward you're tuned in to David David live talkdavid.com favorite- David Essel in the box with you, 1-800-548-8255, America's Positive Talk Radio. Hey, don't forget to like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive. Go to Facebook right now, like us right now. Seven days a week, we post quotes, stories, videos to motivate you to accomplish what you desire out of life. 1-800-548-8255 is the number right here. 1-800-548-8255 one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. 548 8255 You want to talk to me? You got a thought on your mind, a question on your mind? Yes, we're going to continue to get to your uh, your emails, your texts, et cetera. Uh, this is a great question. Is attitude genetically based? If you have bad genes, does that mean you don't have a chance to have a positive attitude? It's a great question. Yes or no? Environment plays a huge role in our attitude. Uh, Genetics does play a role with some people. Some people jump out of bed every day, right? And they're happy and they're hopping down the street and they're whistling a tune. Other people just drag themselves out of bed. I'm not talking about people who are depressed. I'm just talking about that they have an attitudinal shift that needs to take place and it could have been because that's the way mom and dad woke themselves up right it could be genetic it could be environmental but the coolest thing in the world is is that you can change anyone can change their attitude if they so choose if someone does have an emotional mental psychological issue of course they'll have to get professional help some medication can help in the very very short term right but first of all get professional help uh, utilizing a counselor utilizing um A coach, a minister, a therapist, awesome. Look at your lifestyle. Diet and exercise, lack of a clean diet, lack of regular exercise can actually bring people's moods down. Get out in the sun 20 minutes a day. That can live. We know that that can lift mood. Of course, seasonal affective disorder, SAD, affects many people in the north and the northwest that don't get a lot of sun, right? Socially, who do we hang out with? Who is it that we hang out with? Do we hang out with people that are downers? Do we hang out with people that um, have negative attitudes, that gossip, that drink, that overeat? That's going to really have an impact. And then what do we watch and listen to, even if it's in the background? Do you have sports or news or soaps or reality shows in the background? Because even if it's in the background, what we watch and listen to can have a negative effect on our attitude, one 8255 If you want to get in the lineup, give me a ring. Call me. We can talk about whatever's on your mind, relationship wise, and so much more. Right? Yes. Every Saturday, six to nine Eastern. Every Saturday, six to nine Eastern, three to six Pacific. We are here to take your calls, all your texts, that are, all your texts that are coming in, and your emails. We will get to ASAP. 1-800-548- Oh, here's, this is interesting. Fascinating. Soulmates. Listen to this. My girlfriend keeps saying with every new guy that she dates, this is my soulmate. My question is, is there even such a thing? I love it. I love it. Every person, now, now you can say, when I give you the answer to this question, and let me ask you this, do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe that there's one 800 1-800-548-8255, do you believe in them? Do you think there's such a thing? Do you believe there's such a thing as a soulmate? Like, did you think you have yours? Do you think there's only one? Do you think there can be more than one soulmate? Because before I answer this question, I'd like to hear what America has to say. Do you think that there's such a beast as a soulmate? Do you, do you know that I would say five to six times a week at the very least, we get this text question, email question about soulmates. It is always coming in. Facebook posts asking about soulmates. Do you believe there's such a thing? Like there's this person, and what is a soulmate? Is a, is a soulmate to you the type of person that, you know, when you start dating them, there's never arguments? Is that the kind of soulmate that you guys just instantly click on every level and there's never a disagreement? There's no bickering. There's no arguing. There's no fighting. There's no shutting down. Is that is that that what is what a soulmate is? So many times people have that belief system, right, that a soulmate is someone that you just never, ever argue with. And I really, truly believe that if that if that's the case, you might have a fairly unpassionate relationship. And I'm not saying that arguing has to be a part of your daily life, but I have talked to so many couples, and they go, you know, we, we've just never argued. And, and there could be maybe some people out there that are, are that connected, that fortunate, that whatever, that they don't ever argue. But more often than not, when I see people who don't argue, they have a very dispassionate Relationship, They really don't have a lot going on. But I want to know what you think. Yes, no, maybe. Soulmates? Is it true? Is it real? Is it false? Is it an illusion? Is it something written about? Let's go to St. Louis. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK. Ebony, you're on with David Essel. What's your thoughts here, Ebony?
3: Um, I believe in soulmates. I don't believe that everybody has to has this one person they're compatible with, but I do believe that we have several people that we could choose to live our lives with, that yeah. out of those several people, one of them is more likely the best, the better of the choice of the people.
0: Okay, but you're saying that that like someone could have a bunch of different soulmates in a lifetime, right?
3: No, I'm saying I believe everybody could have one soulmate, but I'm saying that I don't I don't believe that everybody has one person that they need to be with for the rest of their life. I think it's possible that you can have several people that you're compatible with that you can make life work with. Right. But I also believe that there could be one person for you. It's just up to you to decide, you know, whether you think that is appropriate for you or not.
0: Okay, do you have you found your soulmate? No. Are you single? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was a hesitation there, Ebony. <laughs> are you sure single. you're single? <laughs> are you yeah, sure?
3: I'm positive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? If you're not single, you have to say you are now because whoever your partner is is going to be saying, "I thought I was her soulmate." No, 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 no. I am
3: single. No, I've been single for about 11 months now.
0: So 11 months. Okay, and and. And the people that you've dated up to now, would any of them, in your mind, come close to being a soulmate? No. None of them? None of them. Are you looking for your soulmate?
3: No, I'm not not, um, looking for them. I'm I'm trying to better myself first. I feel like there are some things that I need to work on with myself. I don't believe on being unfinished when you meet someone, so I believe in two whole people meeting and making a life work together. So that's what I'm trying Wow.
0: Well, good good for you. Good for you. You keep working hard, Ebony, and I'm so so glad you called the show, honey.
3: All right. Thank you.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Let's go from St. Louis, Ebony, to New Jersey. Allie, you're on with David Essel. Go for it, Allie.
3: Hi. My
4: name's Allie. I'm from New Jersey. Yes, love. Yeah. um, I have my soulmate, actually. I've been with for over three years now.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. And and what makes this person a soulmate to you?
4: Um, just, like, being being with him just makes me happier than anything. Like, we were separated for a little while, and when we were, things were just not good. So I just realized that, you know, I needed to go back and be with him because it just wasn't right to not have him in my life. So that's why I'm a wow. soulmate.
0: Ellie, okay, Ellie, so now you're saying, too, that if someone finds a soulmate... They could have disruption. They could have arguments. They could have challenges. That's what you're telling me?
4: Yeah. Like, it's not always going to be perfect, but in the end, you're just going to realize, like, okay, this person is right for me.
0: Yeah. And uh, and does your partner feel the same way? Yeah. Do you guys ever talk about the concept of soulmates?
4: Yeah, we actually do. We are actually talking about that, <laughs> like, two days ago.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then that's why
4: we we're sitting here. We heard it on the radio, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta call in" because we were just yeah. talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is so great. Now, do you think that there's only one soulmate for people in this world? That's it. If you if you if you find them, you're fortunate. If you don't, you're screwed.
4: I mean, I- I'm not really sure if there's only one soulmate. I mean, it-, it could it could be that later in life you could find someone else that may be But you know, for now. I've only found one. I'm not looking for any more.
0: So, so one of the ways that you think that this person is your soulmate is because when you were apart from them, you really missed them, right?
4: Yeah, just like what else? It just, what like, else? It, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right mm. to be not with him.
0: Do Do you feel that he's a best friend, or 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 would that be a different category for you?
4: Um. No, he's also my best friend. I do everything with him, like. So he, he's my best friend, my boyfriend, my soulmate. He's everything. He's
0: just the best. Wow! I love it, Ellie. Thank you so much for the call.
4: All right, you have a nice day.
0: You too. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Do you believe in the soulmate stuff? I've got an answer coming up after the break that may shock you. I'm going to really, really surprise you with the answer to soulmates, and I have the answer, but I want to know your feelings. Do you believe in soulmates? Is there only one person? If you don't find that person, are you screwed? Call me, 1-800-548-TALK. What if they're in Japan, for God's sake? Call me, 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel, TalkDavid.com. Stay right there.
1: Don't you worry, don't
2: you worry, child. See, heaven's got a plan for you. Don't you worry, don't you worry now. Yeah.
0: Okay, soulmates. Are they real? Are they fake? Are we? Have we just made up this concept of, of soulmates to sell books, to sell movies? To sell CD programs, weekend workshops. What do you think? One 8255 Or have you found your soulmate? Do you think they exist? Do you think there's only one in the world? And my question to everyone is always this: If there's only one freaking soulmate, and they live in Szechuan, China. I mean, seriously. Does that mean that you're never going to find the deepest of love? Call me, 1-800-548-8255. Let's go from uh, New Jersey and Allie, our last caller, who found her soulmate. As a matter of fact, she found him, she left him, she missed him, she returned to him. Because in Allie's mind, that was her soulmate. Let's go to San Antonio, Texas. Norman, you're on with David Essel. Go for it, Norman.
2: Hey, David. I definitely believe in the concept of soulmate. Uh, I've been with my wife for 35 years, and I don't necessarily, there's so many people who use that cliche that really it doesn't apply in, in, in my way of thinking. Now, with, with 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 me, that means somebody who really gets you, you know, somebody who really understands your passion and, you know, no, okay, like I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm not a, a working musician right now, but right. M- my wife really understands the importance of music to me and, and 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 my passion toward music. And she also has that same passion, you know, her own personal desire and and like of music. Now I could find someone else that you know we we we're compatible and we get along and stuff <laughs> like that, but. They won't get where I'm coming from to, to, to how big a, a part that that plays in my life. You know what I mean? Norman, and, and they don't Norman i got to tell you
0: something. Norman, I've been doing radio for 22 years. I've been talking about Soulmates for 22 years. I'll, I'm going to tell my definition later on in the show, what I believe a Soulmate is. Do you know that no one has ever said on my show what you just said? No one has ever talked about a soulmate as being someone who gets me. I love right. it. You know, dude, I'm serious. I love it. Like, you know, everyone has this fairytale fantasy crap about soulmates, Norman. They really do. I mean, even Allie was dead on when she said she's with her soulmate, but they broke up. They had rough times. She was away from him, and she decided, I just have to be with this guy. I, like, that makes more sense. What you're saying makes more sense. You know that good, that a, 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 a soulmate is someone who gets us. But I'm I'm going to say this, Norman, and I'm going to get your, your opinion on this. I truly, honestly believe that every person we kiss, date is a soulmate because the purpose of a soulmate is to bring us to the next level.
2: Why? Like, right. per- because that, you know, that, the per- that person understands you. They're, they're, yes. they're also going to be a, an inspiration and motivate you, or you know, yes. to, to whatever your goals are. Yes.
0: And it doesn't mean that the relationship is going to last 35 years. It, it might mean the relationship lasts two weeks, but they push you. They make, they awaken you. They, they get you to think in a new way. Maybe they get you out of denial. Maybe you're, you're, you're drinking too much alcohol and they leave you because you drink too much. And all of a sudden, one day you wake up and go, holy crap, they were right. And get do it. you know, I got you know, like when, when I think of my, my partner is just like your wife like she so gets me she so understands the passion for the work i do this isn't even work this is my life right right you know the and and this person supports me like no one has ever supported me in the past and not that all my other soulmate people that i've been with weren't phenomenal and they pushed me and they they supported me and what they did but this person goes above and beyond, I mean, blows my freaking mind, Norman. She gets me so deeply.
2: And that is not to say that uh, our relationship is some kind of panacea, because me and my wife argue uh, uh, very intensely, you know, about certain (laughs) things. But but, but you know what? I've always said what makes a successful relationship is not how you love, but how you fight. Because if you can fight and reconcile and come back, that's what makes the relationship stronger. I know some people, they have a relationship, they get in one fight, it's over, it's done. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? you got to you know be able to, to have a disagreement and then not walk around the house with your lips poked out for the next week. Yes. You know, you just say what you got to say and, you know, and, 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 and move forward.
0: Well, you know, we and, and we have had this conversation a lot about not shutting down, not walking away, not running away. And, and we both have shut down. We both walked away. We both uh, done our thing. But, you know, we keep coming back, right? Right. Because we know that at the core and for everyone listening, you know, you know, at the core that anything you want that's big, you're going to have to put a hell of a lot of effort out to get it.
2: And it doesn't come easy, man. You got to have somebody no. who's willing to, to you know, pay the cost to be the boss. You know, somebody yes. who, who's willing to sacrifice. You know, because anything worth having, it's not going to come easy, and every day is going to be a challenge. And you have to always strive for that next level and have somebody of a like mind with you, where you guys can bounce off of each other and push each other yeah. forward.
0: Yeah, and I love right, the now, fact I'm that. Talking to you. Hey, Norman, we will talk again. Thank you, my man. 1-800-548-8255. Quickly, we can get one more caller in. one 800 I hope that we are awakening America to the reality of this whole soulmate thing. And, you know, in the end, there's going to be one final soulmate. Okay? There's going to be one final one. Leading up to that final one, you may go through 10, 15, 20 soulmates, ladies and gentlemen. And the purpose of each of those relationships is to push you, to awaken you, wake your butt up to the reality that you've got to be constantly changing. you got to be constantly getting better. You have to have an open mind. You have to be more compassionate than you were in the last relationship. You have to listen. Well, I, you know what? My partner said to me when we, I was going through a lot of stress and, and a, lot, a lot of business changes, and she says to me um, one time, you know, in the last couple of weeks, you have not been listening to me. You know, you haven't been listening to me, and there was a part of what she was saying that was dead on. And of course, I I, I want to argue, you know, right? I want to argue, and I want to say that uh, oh, I, I listen all the time, but there was the truth there. Like, you know, her role is to wake my butt up, and my role is to wake her butt up, and to a and, and as soulmates we need to allow our, our partners to see the beauty that they are when, when our partners can't see it within inside themselves, to see the beauty of their body, their face, their gifts, their talents, their personality, their drive. Like that's what a soulmate does. A soulmate compliments. A soulmate doesn't tear down. A soulmate is open to learning. And that's hard. But if you haven't found your final one yet, do not give up. And also, don't look at the past ones. I don't care if they were mentally, emotionally, physically abusive, if they were alcoholics, drug addicts. Like, don't look at them as as anything other than a soulmate, because they were. They were maybe they were asking you, if you kept returning to abuse, maybe you're codependent. Obviously, you are codependent. And they were asking you to awaken to your own codependency, right? Like, we have to be real here. Get out of the fantasy illusion. You're going to find someone, and you're going to get along perfectly. You're never going to argue. You're going to make love seven hours a day. And then all of a sudden, what that doesn't happen. What Norman said is so true. We run. Oh, crap. Conflict, we run. Confrontation, we run. And our, our soulmate is there to ask us to stay, to awaken. So if you haven't found him or her yet, keep working. But remember, there's never going to be one. There will be a final one, but there's never just one. one 800 i am so glad that you're with us today. Check out our website, talkdavid.com, for everything you can imagine. Great about moving ahead in life. We have free books there, free XM radio show interviews. Much more to come.